Like Bob on Facebook at facebook.com slash Live. Well, I love this program when we get to spend some time with Dr. Kerry Gerges at Back Pain Relief Ohio in Westerville. Dr. Gerges, again, welcome to the program. Thank you. It's great to be with you and your audience. I, I do love this because I always learn so much, and I hope our audience does as well. Uh, we have talked a lot about decompression therapy. We've spent a lot of time in these segments talking about the back and the problems of the back, but you deal with so many other things as mm-hmm. well. And I'd like to focus in for at least a few minutes on uh, knees and shoulders. We're not going to sing the song knees and shoulders, <laughs> heads and toes, but <laughs> it, no, no, we're not going to do that. Thank you. But, but you do treat numerous issues with knees and shoulders, correct? Correct. That's true. Now I don't associate help with knees, particularly knees, maybe shoulders, with chiropractic care. So how is it that you're having success with helping people with their knees and shoulders? Well, because knees are part of the joint system that the body has. And obviously, if the knees are always problematic because they are they're the pillars that the body is standing on, literally carrying all the weight of the body, and functioning, making it move and twist and, and run and walk. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. The pillars. It is the That's pillar, great. Never really, thought of it. The pillars that. that we're standing on. And so, and we typically the knees are getting abused. Right. Uh, they are a great function, and we use them for all kinds of sports and walking and jogging and all that stuff. And praying. And praying. <laughs> <laughs> Usually that's just the last resort. We're supposed to be the first. <laughs> <laughs> true, but true. Is, but but really, what happens then because of the abuse, and we 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 uh, neglect to manage them when they are in good health. Yeah, uh, we end up suffering from a myriad of conditions with those knees. It, it's, it could be a, just some misalignment issue that the joint is not gliding in the pr- proper direction, and all it needs is a little tweak to put it back and slide in the right position. And the problem is solved. But a lot of times it's inflammation develops from the, from the abuse, excessive abuse. Uh, sometimes meniscal get torn because of, again, abuse and misuse. Uh, ligaments can get to be torn or, or stretched yeah. for whatever reason. Uh, there's, uh, it, there's sometimes weakness of the legs, the muscle to the legs. Uh, those, the weakness can add to the problem because they are not able to support support the, the what we're doing yeah uh, the, sometimes fluid accumulates in the, in the knees and, and that fluid puts pressure on some of those nerves or cysts that develop that put pressure on the nerves cause pain uh, some of the joints because of the abuse and misuse degenerate they begin to lose thickness in the cart- cartilage that, yeah. that yeah. help it glide and so there's a whole lot of degrees of of damage that happens to those knees over the years. And the most important thing is really to find out what is it. The diagnosis is half of the battle. But but, but see, I think I'm like most of the population. If I think of knee problems, and obviously I'm not a doctor, but again, I think most of the general population thinks if you have knee problems, First step is injections, usually cortisone, steroid, or whatever, and that may work for a while. It almost always doesn't work permanently, and then the only solution is surgery. 
And what you're telling me is that may not necessarily be the case. That is the, that's true, because you, you, the last resort should be the surgical approach. Surgery is the last resort when you are not able to function anymore and is disrupting your entire lifestyle. Yeah. That's when we seek surgery, because there are situations in where the condition has deteriorated so far that uh, uh, there's no way except but, but, a partial or a full uh, knee replacement. But how, but how do you treat it? Well, we treat it with different modalities, depending on find out what is wrong really, what is causing it. Then you can pro- to put together the proper uh, protocol to help manage the situation. It may not be improving it 100%. It's not going right. to restore it to where it was before it was 16 years old. But it can manage it and allow life to, to exist without the, the seeking surgery and having the ramification of all the adverse effects of that. So the bottom line I'm getting from yeah. this <clears throat> is that there are a lot of alternatives to Absolutely. cortisone shots and surgery. Absolutely. A lot of alternatives that are available through you to patients coming to see you. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, you mentioned something about injections, and that really injections are not the right thing to do because... By the uh, those but doc, but doc, I can't tell you how many people I know of who have been told injections are the answer. Well, it it is temporarily. It's a short okay. term. Right. It's, 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 it gives you some uh, uh, respite from your pain, but but is not really the answer because actually the the side effects of the cortisone injections is joint deterioration, cartilage deterioration, and bone deterioration, and soft tissue and nerve. So, so why would put something that you would cause more damage than actually help the situation? Okay. Actually, that would be the fast way to go to surgery. So kind of the bottom line here is don't wait. If you're having problems, don't wait right. until you're looking at the last resort. Exactly. And, and that's why I continue encouraging my listeners to give your office a call, 614-890-3500, 614-890-3500. The office is open right now, and you can call and set up your consultation. Now, I'm very interested in shoulders mm-hmm. because I've had shoulder surgery on both of my shoulders. Mm-hmm. And Doc... Nightmare for both shoulders. It was horrible. So are there alternatives to shoulder surgery? Absolutely. It falls the same category with the, with the knees. Well, where were you? <laughs> <laughs> where were you? You should have called the number. <laughs> I know. Well, I didn't know you back then, or I would have. <laughs> but the shoulder is the, lar- the biggest range of motion joint in the entire body. Yeah. It has the greatest circumference of movement. And we use it all the time. We use it all the time. And we get, it receives, a, again, a lot of stress and use and abuse sure. from sports, from all whatever, lifting weights and, and all the exercises we do and carrying children and carrying uh, wheelbarrows of my, things. Yeah. Mine was for my professional baseball career. Yeah, I see. See, that's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're paying back later, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so what can you do to help people with shoulder issues? Again, we have to find out what it is. It could be a shoulder. is a tear in the, uh, the rotator cuff of the any, any ligament. It's in an impingement. Okay, well, it, let, me, let me stop okay. you. If it is a tear in the rotator cuff, can you help? It depends okay. how severe it is. That's, what, okay. that's where the diagnosis it becomes very important. It depends how, how, how far does it go. 
There's sometimes, yes, you have no choice. You have to have it. You have to link those, those right. fibers that are t- torn apart to make them heal. But sometimes you can manage it by wa- watching what you do, uh, modifying the activities that you do, and try to get a right treatment to help you manage the pain. So once again, yes. don't wait. No, that's the key. Don't wait. That's the key. See, I and probably most other people had pain, pain, pain for mm-hmm. such a long time. And I waited until probably that was the only alternative, and I had to have surgery on both shoulders. Yeah, there's, there's, there, it can be left alone, and that's why we have patients that come in uh, at a late adva- stages of the condition. It starts with a small little bit of arthritis here and there, and then they leave it alone. We have what those called call frozen shoulder. What is a frozen shoulder? They can't even move it. They can't lift it up. You can mm-hmm. re- put, reach your arm to, to get something out of the cupboard. Had that. Yeah. My but those froze. are fixable without having to go surgery. So those are the treatment that can be managed and improve the quality of life with less invasive procedures that would help uh, make, it, make it worse yet. So, so if you're experiencing pain uh, in your knees, in your shoulders, or other parts of the body, when should they call you? Immediately. So don't wait. No, there's no Don't wait to... until it's uncontrollable. Why do we wait so long? And we're almost out of time. But, but I mean, this is very common sense. But why do people wait so long? Because they want to do it themselves. We are uh, do-it-yourself uh, human generation. nature. We, yeah, we want to do it. I'll, I'll take care of it. I'll be doing it. I'll try this. I'll try this. I'll advise from this person or advice from that person. And instead of going to the right place, find what it is and really take care of it. And get second opinion. Find out. You don't get stuck. Good idea. Well, I knew we would run out of time soon. Folks, listen, don't wait. I I waited much too long. If you're experiencing pain, discomfort, now is the time to go to backpainreliefohio.com or call the office at 614-890-3500. Again, the office is open right now. Call and set up your consultation. It's 614-890-3500 again, Dr. Gerges. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you very much. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. And welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you, thank you, thank you for um, joining me. Uh, I just checked, and I don't see any more phone calls or gifts online. We've had two today. Praise God for that. If you just tuned in, we have exceeded our goal for Bible League. Praise God. And we are moving towards the next plateau uh, which would be, our goal was 2,400 Bibles. Well, you have provided 2,700. Another 300, we're at 3,000, which means 1,500 bucks. Uh, that's all we need. Uh, well, no, we had a couple of gifts, so we're at $1,300. We're just $1,300 away from the next plateau of 3,000 Bibles you can still give to 800-YES-WORD, 800-937-9673. 800-YES-WORD, 800-937-9673. Two of our listeners have called that number today. I am hoping and praying that many more will. Also, you can go online to thewordcolumbus.com, 
the word columbus.com. Why don't you head there now and give a gift? And then I want to say this. One of our listeners by the name of Teresa called 800-YES-WORD Friday of last week and made a very nice donation. And we found out that her husband, Gary, is having surgery on Wednesday of this week. I won't give any more details, but I would encourage you to pray for one of our listeners who supports the Bible League and pray for her husband, who is having surgery this coming Wednesday. I just, uh, I, I just, I, I wanted to pass that along. Uh, I mentioned, uh, I think Friday of last week, a controversy about the TV program or the uh, streaming series, The Chosen, uh, which is going to be in movie theaters before long. And I just had a serious question about their doctrinal stance on Jesus. And so I posted it on Facebook, and I just, I didn't attack, I didn't condemn, I didn't even criticize. I just asked a question. Can anybody point me to a doctrinal statement from the folks at The Chosen? Oh, my goodness. Did I stir up a hornet's nest? And I discovered that when people really, 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 really like something, don't even dare question. I'll, uh, I'll get into that at the top of the hour, and I'll tell you what I found. Uh, anyway, I'll, t- I'll tell you what I found, and I'll get into that at the, uh, at the top of the hour. I don't have time to get into it now, but uh, I will at the top of the hour. Folks... Uh, If you have children in public schools, please, please, please make sure you know what your kids are being taught, especially when it comes to sex education. I have a story in my hand from a very reputable news source. And listen to this headline. What some schools are teaching kids is so obscene Parental rights activists can't even read it on TV. The story is a lengthy, it's nine pages long, and it goes into great detail about some parents' groups across America that began looking into what their children are being exposed to, particularly when it comes to sex education. And these parents didn't like what they found. And in case after case after case, the parents have gone to their school board meeting. And here's what has happened. Many, if not most, school board meetings are broadcast on TV. It's usually uh, public service, local channel, local uh, cable channel, or whatever. But most of them are televised. And here's what the parents are finding. The school board members, get this, that approve this sex education, refuse to allow the parents to read in an open school board meeting what the children are being taught and being exposed to because 
it can't be read on TV. It would violate TV regulations. What? You mean it is so sexually graphic that school boards will not allow it to be read out loud in a school board meeting? Yes, that is absolutely true. Quote, parents and parental rights advocates seeking to shed light on what is being taught in schools say television stations won't broadcast what's in their school curriculum because it is too obscene. Think about that. I've said it many times, forgive the repetition, but if anything good came out of COVID, it was the exposure to parents of what their children are actually being exposed to in school, and most parents are not happy. And then there's this, just before the break, really quick. It has been discovered that a Colorado school district has been absolutely lying to parents and local media. You've heard about the furries? Well, there was an erroneous thing going around on the Internet that some schools were providing litter boxes for kids who are identifying as cats or dogs or whatever. Well, that's not true, but it is true that children are beginning to identify particularly as cats. And they are called furries. Well, a candidate for governor in Colorado tried to point this out. A school board said, no, 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 no. And then a local TV station found emails from inside the school district, and they admit that this is a problem in their schools. Yeah, they lied. 